This podcast is a member of the Blueberry Network. Blueberry. No E's. That's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y, dot com, Blueberry.com. Hey, this is Julia Marnie, and you are listening to Musical World. Hi, I'm Maureen Kennedy, and you are listening to Musical World. Hi, my name is Ryan Scott Oliver. I'm the composer and lyricist of 35mm, and you're listening to Musical World. Hi, I'm Adam Wong, composer and lyricist, and you are listening to Musical World. Hey, I'm Stephen Cole, the mayor of Musical World, who has been to the Middle East and done musicals. <laughs> it's time to listen to Musical World. Okay, I've got one. This guy walks into a bar with an ugly little yellow dog. And when I say an ugly little yellow dog, I mean it was the ugliest, the a duck and most waddles the into a bar, hops up on the bar stool, and says to the bartender, "So the guy is having a beer, and the dog is curled up by the foot the of the bar." The bartender says, "No, and we do not have any grapes. This is a bar. You're what a weird creepy little dog." Kangaroo hops back. into a bar so and orders a duck. The bartender serves it to him, and the kangaroo goes down. So the bartender. Oh, wait. I'm telling it wrong. Let me start over. So this guy walks into a bar. Stop me if you've heard this one. He's got no dog, no talking duck. He's got no horse, he's got no luck. He needs some lubrication, so he'll get unstuck. So this guy walks into a bar. So this gal walks into a bar. She's sometimes blonde, she isn't dumb She likes the wine and loves the rum She likes to go in feeling And then come out numb So this gal walks into a bar I hear some folks like to ride a bike Or go spelunk in caverns But when I want peace I seek release by getting drunk in taverns So this guy. These two walk into a bar. He's got no fish. She's got no bears. He got divorced. She's had affairs. He gets morose and sullen. And she overshares when these two walk into a bar. Stop me if you heard this one. This gal walks into a bar. She's got no chimps, no kangaroos. She's got no man. She's got the blues. She thinks that all her problems can be drowned in booze a guy walks into a bar he's not a rabbi he's not a priest he's not a cowboy to say the least his prospects, prospects of, of salvation, salvation have i I'm sure decreased since this guy walked into a, a gal bar into now a the world bar. sure can confuse a man a gal might let life trick her and, and the sober kind are too inclined to grumble whine and bicker but in bars you'll find some peace of mind that's what you get with liquor these two walk into a bar she's 33 he's 41 she's got no life he's got no fun their chances of connecting 
range from slim to none, but we haven't gone very far. The joke goes like this. This guy, this guy needs to walk into a, walk into a bar. First of all, that was, these two walked into a bar. And it's from the new musical, The Usual, a musical love story by Alan Gordon and Mark Sutton Smith. And that's that's who's on the phone with me right now. Hi, guys. Hi, Jim. Hey there. Well, you, you kind of get to start to know the characters right off the bat, I think. Yeah, that was uh, sort of, you know, it's, it's, it's an opening number, and we wanted to set the uh, venue immediately. Like, we're in a bar. How about that? You know, um, this sort of came out of my interest in how all of the technology that we have been inventing to help us communicate with each other has had the opposite effect so that people are now just living online. And this is about two people who've been living online who are now meeting the way God intended us to meet, which is in a bar, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. I mean, I was thinking, you know, the, when we were growing up, uh, just give you one example, the expression, all thumbs meant you were clumsy. And in my son's generation, it seems to be now in uh, some kind of evolutionary advantage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. Now, the usual, we should also mention, it's being done. It premieres this coming um, this coming Thursday, the 22nd of March. Uh, right. In, in previews. Yeah, go ahead. And... Uh, that's at the, uh, the Williamston Theater in Michigan, which is right outside of Lansing. And it's... Uh, very good small repertory company, or I'm not sure if it's a repertory, but they have a full season. It's an equity house, and the show's going to run from uh, first preview March 22nd through April 22nd. I'm I'm actually my wife and I are planning on being there Thursday night, so it'll be good to see you. We'll we'll miss Mark, but uh, we'll be able to see uh, others. And mm-hmm. is how how did you come about um, finding Williamston Theater? Where uh, did they contact you, or do you have an inside with them, or how did that come? Yeah, this is Mark. Yeah, we did have an, an inside, which was sort of part of the genesis of the piece itself. Uh, the uh, development director of Williamson Theater is Emily Sutton-Smith, my sister. She's oh. one of the founders of the theater. Oh, really? Um, they found it about That's five weird. years ago. So I see uh, Emily every year at the... Uh, family reunion and uh, I'd ask her what you doing what you doing and, and she would sort of bemoan the fact that uh, well the last season was great we, we made it through another season which is always a big thing for a, a professional yeah. theater um, and they had run into this paradox which is they could put on these brilliant plays and they often did fairly well but any musical they put up there would sell out and selling out is important for a little theater you know the, the difference in revenue, you know, you can double your your box office take, uh, and that makes a difference for the following season. Um, but they really have trouble. Musicals generally come out of big cities and and require big casts. Small rep theaters cannot afford them, can't afford royalties, can't afford all the equity costs, stage manager costs, etc. And there, there's a, a real lack of tiny musicals. There are some, but these types of theaters uh, and you tend to use them up, you know, there's the uh, last five years, et cetera, and pretty soon there, there's nothing left except to do them again. Um, and I, so I said to Alan, hey, let's, let's write one of these things. Let's take our trunk songs. We have a lot of trunk songs, 
Alan, you're a genius. Make a story. Okay. And he comes up with the, you know, two people walking in a bar. They can pretty much sing about anything, you know, because they, they stumble in with the stories of their lives. Right. Very good. So he, he turns this thing out. He turns this thing out. It's it's a brilliant little script. Uh, it's funny. It's tight. It's it's a love story. Um, and it ends. Sure enough, there's all our trunk songs. Uh, but but uh, what happens is it's, it's, it's too good. The story's too good to have songs that weren't written for it. So I don't know what the proportion is. We still have about half of the songs. I think it's eight new ones that, and six of the old ones. And um, it actually right, there was like one that. part it, that had been a one-act musical that we had written that we reworked um, that shows up in the second act. That basically gave us the one main character of Valerie. And then I just sort of backtracked from there and says, okay, how do these people meet? Where does this all go? And it was it was sort of fun having the restrictions put on of, okay, you have one set, you have three, two or three actors go, you know. And um, I basically thought about who are the two others. And I just basically, okay, I knew I needed a bartender and I knew I needed a guy. So I just had the guy walk into the bar and I just had them start talking to each other. And actually, there was something, um, I saw an interview with uh, Elmore Leonard, who's the great novelist, you know, and um, it's a fire alarm going off in my building. Okay. Um, in any case, um, do, do no panic. Do you need to evacuate? I think I have to put out my wife. Uh, she's just on flames. Steam sets it off. It's a wonderful thing. Um, any case, um, so uh, Elmer Leonard had always said that he doesn't know what the characters are like until he finds a name for them. And, and floating up out of my uh, subconscious came the name Kip for the guy. I don't know why. And all of a sudden he started talking and he wouldn't shut up. So, you know, that was a good sign. Uh, <laughs> That's a good sign for the for the lyricist and book writer anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, so, so the three characters so we're coming up are to Kip and Valerie. Yeah, go ahead. And uh, and Sam. Sam the bartender, right. Sam is the bartender. And uh, they end up, during the course of the show, playing about eight other characters that show up in flashbacks and fantasy sequences. So yeah, it's a lot okay. of fun for the actors. Okay. Well, um, and then the... Go ahead. The the next song came out of the fact that um, sort of the, you know, the one of the premises of the show is that uh, Kip and Valerie meet in this bar and they decide that what's important for them is that they should not get involved. This will be a place of a sort of a safe haven for them. And uh, it came out of a line of dialogue where I referred to it as the Switzerland of bars. And also I thought, we should write a song about Switzerland because that's what my brain does to me. And not only should we write about Switzerland, but it should have a, a sort of a Tin Pan Alley Latin feel to it. You know, and that's what I pitched to Mark. And he came back and says, you want Boston Nova or Carmen Miranda? And, of course, we went for Carmen Miranda, so that's what the uh, the next song is. This is uh, Welcome to Switzerland. My life is rife with dating disorder. I need an escape from reality. Come flee with me, we'll run for the border. And find us a state of neutrality. We need some space. Some neutral base. Hold on a sec, I know a place. Switzerland, here every moment's planned. Come exist as a pacifist, where mountains are high, but emotions are bland. Live life without a care, suck down that cold thin 
Feel the breeze blowing through the trees. Welcome to Switzerland. Comes trekking through our valleys where the later hosen yokels yodel yoo-hoo. Please marvel at our tunnels. Was there ever engineering so precise? The people are so calm here. It's a pleasant place where only cocks are cuckoo. You can't get overheated when you spend so much of each day covered in snow and ice. How nice! Hide your head in the sand. Don't ever take a stand. You can't win with no oxygen. Welcome to Switzerland. I've learned I'm burned whenever there's feeling. So please be assured I won't hit on you. What's more, ignore that you sent me reeling. The very first time my eyes lit on you, I'll make a pact I won't react no matter how much you attract. Welcome to Switzerland. Tranquility's your grand. Tolerate all the things you hate. And Valium pills are our national brand. In here we play it safe. Don't let emotions chafe. Hide your faults in our secret vaults. Welcome to Switzerland. Come hiking in our meadows where the peasants with the Alpine serenade you. Come skiing on our mountains. Risk your life as you encounter each abyss. Recover in our chalets, drinking brandy to forget the girl who played you. And if you're very lucky, you might get an opportunity to kiss this Swiss miss. What bliss! Come join our happy band. Love can't get out of hand. Be reborn on the Matterhorn. Sip your drugs from our cocoa mugs. Fix your life with an army knife. Welcome to Switzerland. Okay, that was Welcome to Switzerland from the musical The Usual. And you know something else that I I, I learned not too long ago, like this morning? It's As we speak, it's St. Patrick's Day. And uh, this probably won't actually, so to speak, air for a week or two. But uh, as we speak, it's St. Patrick's Day. And uh, Alan, rumor has it, it's also your birthday. It is. I was born on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, Well, happy birthday. Thank you very much. It had a great deal of uh, uh, help when I was courting my wife because her father is of Irish descent. And uh, Ah. I think it. It, it assuaged the loss of his daughter that she was marrying somebody who was not, in fact, Irish, but, you know, born on St. Patrick. not Irish. <laughs> Gordon's not a good Irish name? No, no, it's not. You know, I don't know if I ever told you, I I married a Gordon, actually. We could be long-distance relation. My, we might my, be. We might be. I'll check with her next Gordon. when I see her again. <laughs> if she's a Jewish Gordon, then probably true. Yeah. Well, no, she's a Catholic Gordon, but... Okay, then... then <laughs> Probably not. Still possible, still possible. <laughs> She's a German Gordon. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I think I'm a Russian Gordon somehow. Okay, so who was singing on uh, Welcome to Switzerland? Uh, well, the first three songs that you have were the newest ones, and we put that together with Gil Brady 
Jillian Lewis, and Tara Novi. And both Gil and are veterans of Girl Detective. Tara was, in fact, the Girl Detective, so it was oh. great working with them again. Excellent. And then Jillian was new to us uh, and uh, just a fabulous singer with a great soprano. And uh, they all did the table reading when we did it in New York. Okay, great. Now, I also see a name on uh, here that we've seen before, and not just your work, but other people's work, on the song that's going to be next. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, I, I saw Michael Hunsecker's name on here, but we're not doing Yeah, Mike, uh, Mike and I go back. We work together actually writing a, a, a 10-minute musical in 36 hours for the Raw Impressions Theater back oh, okay. in 05, I guess it was. And he's a, one of these multiple threat guys who can sing and act and write musicals and book and everything. Wow. And good looking guy, too. It's just really just, you know, I'm, I, I hate the guy. Um, <laughs> but he, he, but uh, he sang demos for us, too. So uh, okay. did a wonderful job. Well, the next song is actually The Geek Next Door. And uh, mm-hmm. Gil Brady is who's singing on that. Um, Tell me a little bit about the the process when you're writing new music, some of the things that come into it, some of the things that, uh, you know, are you, I don't think you cl- you live close enough to be in the same room. You're probably writing via email or something like that. What's your process? Well, it, it varies. We've gone both music first and lyric first. Um, you know, or, or I give him the hook and he comes up with something or I'll, I'll, I'll express a mood and he'll come up with something usually something much better than whatever I came up with initially, so I then have to, you know, grumble and rewrite. Um, this one actually was from after we did the table reading, and we, we knew that we were going to have to replace some songs at that point just to get things more specific to the characters. And um, the director of the Williamson production, Tony Caselli, actually came in for the New York reading, which was great. Oh, yeah. And one of his thoughts was that we need to establish Kip's geekiness, you know, because these are both computer types, uh, uh, Kip and Valerie. And just the word geek triggered the phrase when they made the geek next door. And and, and all of a sudden I started seeing the whole way of expressing um, Kip's backstory, essentially. And then I sent it to Mark and he had some thoughts about, uh, you know, changing the end of it more, you know, giving us uh, a little something to move forward with, with the song. And when the music came up, he says, what are you thinking with this? And I was said, you know, what sort of popped into mind was Harry Chapin. And he said, I was thinking something the same thing, which is great because that means we're on the same wavelength mm-hmm. and you just sort of know it's going to be a good song. And this is actually my favorite song in the show now. Oh, wow. That's always good to hear. Then we switch it up uh, for the chorus section. The music then turns into sort of a derivative of the theme to Star Trek or Star Wars, because he's a geek after all. <laughs> so you sort of go back and forth. But then he two. takes it. And he takes that same thing and he strips it down, and it's almost like there's Mozart underneath it. It's just beautiful, you know, the, what he does with the arrangement. So. Okay, well let's listen. Thank to you, it. sir. <laughs> this is Gil Brady from the usual and this is the geek next door i always used to see her walking briskly by my doorway an mba attired in armani business suits i'd wonder if she noticed that i'd watch her pass my doorway the t-shirt wearing techie who just daydreams and computes one day she said hello with her eyes locked on mine 
And could I fix her dedicated service line? I said I'd dedicate my service if she dine with the geek next door. And so the geek next door surprised them both by speaking out. He felt his courage soar. He wooed her without freaking out. He boldly went where no geek ever went before. Let's hear it for the geek next door. And so I started courting, never thinking I could win her. But winning her was easy, turned out keeping her was hard. Each morning we had breakfast, every evening we had dinner. I'd play games in the basement while she sunbathed in the yard. The chips kept getting smaller, the connections fast. I burrowed into coding and I had a blast. I never thought each day with her could be the last for the geek next door. And so the geek next door stopped reading in between the lines. He managed to ignore the growing list of warning signs. Because she loved you doesn't mean forevermore. How foolish was the geek next door? She got herself promoted, transferred to the corporate HQ. I scored some big investors, staked my claim to CyberTurf. She couldn't meet at lunchtime, I worked late into the evenings. Sometimes she sent me emails, I would read them, then go surf. Then one day I came home and she had changed the locks. I hid myself inside a box, inside a box. I measured my existence with irregular clocks like a geek next door. But then the geek next door decided to reboot his heart. He finally knows the score. He's ready for the game to start. He will listen for their signals. If they're out there, he will greet them. For them to find him, he will seek them out and meet them. He has learned from his mistakes and hereby swears he won't repeat them. He's left his hidden fortress. Now let's go explore. Let's hear it for the geek next door. Let's hear it for the geek next door. Let's hear it for the geek next door. Anything else that's been going on uh, with the show? Like, how long has it been in the process? I, I know it's a bunch of trunk songs, but when did you start putting the idea together of combining those trunk songs? Has it been a year? Two well, that years? came. Um, I guess it was the fall of 2010 uh, that Mark called me up. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, I was right. Uh, it just um, was about to leave on an anniversary trip with my wife, you know, and he had the idea. So I actually started writing the first scene on the plane flight uh, over. And then I was writing in the middle of the night because we were we had gone to Hawaii and I was still on East Coast time. So I would wake up at you know, the local time and just start jotting down ideas. 
Um, and the, the first draft of the script uh, came very quickly as a result, uh, weirdly enough. Uh, I think I wrote, wrote it in about 10 weeks. Uh, without you know any song ideas, but just sort of getting the scenes, mm-hmm. and I would send them to him as uh, to Mark as they would come up, and he would send me his comments. He had one real good comment on one scene that just changed it quite a bit, uh, and led to uh, this um, something we don't have recorded there. But this uh, encounter between Kip and a webcam girl. There are a lot of there are a couple of encounters where Kip is just trying to find the sort of modern alternatives to romance, and that's where reality comes from, is his uh, attempt to, you know, get on a reality show, and then um, the encounter with a webcam girl, you know, an internet, uh, not even romantic encounter, just some encounter where he's just trying to find something to replace what he's lost in his life. And that's sort of one of the themes, is all the all the substitutions for reality that we've had. Uh, Valerie one is going on a series of disastrous internet dates and coming back to report about them. Um, so it's just all these things that have are really modern ways of meeting people that are still not quite as good as what we had before. You can meet a lot more people. You can find a lot more people. And I'm not, you know, saying that you can't meet people online because uh, I know many successful romances and relationships. My brother met his uh, wife on an online dating service, you know, mm-hmm. they've had a long and wonderful relationship, you know, so, but it's still not quite the same, you know, it's, it's a, it's a new thing. It's a different thing. Um, and I think we still haven't got all the bugs out of it yet. Also, there's been an extra challenge that, uh, we'll go ahead and speak about it here. Just Mark, you've been having some health issues and you've been, you've been writing some of these songs through these health issue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been quite a hell of a year for me. Um, I, I actually lost my job last summer, uh, just in a series of layoffs. Happens to a lot of corporate people these days. Uh, and I was eagerly out uh, interviewing and, and getting a lot of success. But uh, then I got diagnosed with cancer, which was pretty poor timing, as you could imagine. Oh, yeah. I lost some of the safety net of the job. So I still had the uh, med- medical benefits. Uh, and so I've spent this year just, uh, you know, being, as my wife says, cancer boy. It's a full-time job. Uh, for me, the treatment's been chemo. I've been going every month. I'm actually on it right now, laying in my bed at home, a little pump. Um, but it has been uh, incredibly freeing. You know, as I've, I've said, uh, you know, I'm hoping to, to beat this, though the odds are, you know, 50-50 uh, with these tough ones. Um but cancer is definitely the connoisseur's end game, if if such it ends up being. Because man, you got a lot of time to think about everything. Uh, just really to weigh yourself, to weigh your choices, to to think about reality, to think about what to expect. Um, but in the meantime, I've had a ton of time to be creative. So it's been, in that respect, a a really wonderful year. I've written. Oh, you know, as Alan mentioned, uh, I work with him to finish off eight new songs. I'm in the midst of a piano sonata now. I actually took a stab at a novel, which I'd always wanted to do, and uh, well, it's a nice good. life. So uh, who knows what will come of all this. Okay. I keep telling him that the, uh, the creative process is part of the cure, you know, as long as you're, yeah. as long as you're composing I, I music. That's you absolutely know. correct in almost every case. Um, yeah. Well, it's good that you can keep busy with it. That's excellent. 
Uh, okay, well, we're going to hear uh, Michael Hunsucker uh, sing Reality, which he pretty much already filled us in on. Let's go ahead and uh, give Reality a listen. At the end of each day, I kneel down and pray to the gods who hold sway over me. And I want them to see that I'm destined to be part of what they call reality. My brain overflows with questions. I hope they put me wise. How come in the people's courtroom there's never compromise? And why is it called Survivor when nobody really dies? Who wants to live in the real world when it's all based on lies? I want to be hired by Donald and see the losers scowl. I want to be praised by Paula and ripped by Simon Cowell. I want to make things with Martha, with crazy glue and a doll. I want to live on Big Brother with a camera up my bowel. I want someone to raid my room. I want someone to pimp my ride. Take me over, make me over. I want to be queer eye. I want someone to flip my house. I want someone to trade my space. Advertise me, idolize me. I'll race the greatest race. Give me a taste of reality. One healthy dose of reality Make me a part of reality I want to be real Someday I will tell my children Of how their parents met It happened in front of millions A day I won't forget She gave me her last red rose When she starred on The Bachelorette and we'll be married forever inside a TV set. I want someone to swap my wife. I want someone to date my mom. Wash and dry me, tease and dye me. Then take me to the prom. I want to dance with washed up stars. I want someone to trick my truck. Come proclaim me, use and shame me. But let me change my luck. Give me a taste of reality. Make me a part of reality. Big honking gobs of reality. Hot steaming piles of reality. And when I'm a part of reality, then I will be real. Please let me be real. I want to be real. This is Noel Katz, and I think everybody should listen to Musical World. Shame, try. 
Okay, we also heard uh, Nice Guys, and that was Karen Hyland? Uh, Karen Hyland, yeah. that was um, Karen is somebody I met actually in that 10-minute musical that I wrote with uh, Michael Hunsaker. And she just made her Broadway debut last night. She's in the ensemble for the new musical of Ghost that's happening. So. Oh, very excellent. For that's her. very cool. Very cool. Okay. Are you going to get to go see her? Yeah, Definitely. Definitely trying to get her out for a drink afterwards. <laughs> there you go. So the next song is uh, Valerie the Valkyrie. Uh, yeah. It, it kind of sounds like this might be telling us a little bit more about Valerie. 
Yeah, this is, well, in the second act, and this is going back to um, the original one act that was the source of it, uh, Valerie is retreating again from the world and discovers um, an old computer from her adolescence that she starts playing with again. And there's a, uh, a game uh, called the uh, the Map of the White Wizard that she starts playing. And it's one of these sort of uh, Dungeons and Dragons type adventure games. Yeah. And her avatar is the Valkyrie, her alter ego. Oh, okay. And so the, the Valkyrie, who's played by Sam the bartender, becomes her other self, encountering all the other demons in her life who are played by the actor who plays Kip. So there's going to be a lot of fast changes and crazy costumes and things like that. I understand the fireballs. I'm very excited yeah. about the fireballs. Um, oh, really, they're going and, to fireballs. Well, Tony, uh, the director, just apparently uh, we we hit his inner adolescent right on target, and he's, he's just been, as he says, researching eight bit graphics and things like that. Very, cool. you know. So, uh, yeah. So we we he's going to have a great deal of fun with the costuming. Um. So. That's what Valerie the Valkyrie is. It's uh, it's a song where she first encounters her alter ego, the Valkyrie, summoned up by the game. Okay, and and who are we going to hear on uh, Valerie the Valkyrie? Uh, this is um, Kimmy Brownell, who came in and did the demo on about a day's notice after another person got sick. So uh, it's quite a brilliant and deranged person, uh, if you ever get to meet her. And then uh, it's Karen Highland again as the Valkyrie. All righty, let's give it a listen. Roll the dice, pick a name. Let's generate from every trait so she can dominate the game. Make her smart, give her pluck. Escaped from my indentation 
adventures to go off and have adventures wherever the reckless and free go. And if anything should falter, or her skills or strength should falter, I can always go alter my alter ego. A girl who thrives on trouble. She's Valerie, the Valkyrie, intrepid paragon. My bold, courageous double. She's brainy like Athena, and victorious like Nike. With a body built like Xena, only just a tad less dikey. And I know that this will mean a major boost for my poor psyche. Okay, that was Kimmy Brunell and uh, Karen Highland with Valerie the Valkyrie. Uh, so, guys, Thursday night, four nights away. It won't be long now, and uh, uh, it'll be up and in somebody else's lap pretty much altogether. Yep, that's a nice feeling. They seem to be getting a lot of fun out of it. We get texts every night and little pictures, iPhone, sometimes uh, recordings, you know, iPhone video and... Uh, it's great, you know, because we're both here in New York City, and these guys are out in Michigan, and it's been fun to ride along with their delight and discovery. And the occasional request for stuff. rewriting or, you know, sometimes we'll say, can you change this one line because we put the door over here, not over there. And uh, Okay. <laughs> so it's the, the usual, a musical love story, is running at the Williamston Theater near Lansing, Michigan. It opens... It March 22nd and runs through April 22nd. And it's in previews for about a whole week from March 22nd. Thursday, next Thursday, it's pay what you can. And previews run through the 29th uh, at $15 a person. And then starting uh, March 30th, the shows are $20 on Thursday evenings. Friday and Saturday are 25 Saturday and Sunday matinees are 22 and, of course, you get a discount if you're a student or a senior. And I'm going to, uh, my wife and I are going to be there Thursday night. We've got uh, we've got a place up near Traverse City, and we were planning on heading up there anyway. So we're, uh, we're just going to take a delayed uh, kickback on Thursday night and uh, kick our feet up at the theater on Thursday night. Okay, well, I will be there Thursday, and uh, we will both be for there for the opening. So, looking forward to seeing everybody. Well, and and I'll probably give you a a phone call or a text as we come in, and maybe we can meet for a a bite or a drink before the show. And definitely, uh, you got it. Because afterwards, we got we still got about a two and a half three hour drive 
after the show, so we probably won't hang around too long. Let's see. Is there anything else that you guys want to pass along to the listeners? Uh, any uh, Facebook pages, anything like that, uh, websites? Uh, we do have a Gordon and Sutton Smith Facebook page, which uh, I think the Gordon uh, is followed by the ampersand. Yes, it is. Okay. So uh, you can search for us on Facebook, and you'll find uh, a bunch of demos up there. Oh, great. Great. And I will also put a link to that Facebook page in our show notes at musicalworld.us. And there's also a link to the uh, show in Williamston. You know, you can click that link and go and get all the information we've given you. But if you're driving while you're listening to this, it's a lot easier. Don't be texting and looking at things while you're driving. Get home. Check it out. Guys, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, boy, we... Yep. Mark, we wish you the best. Again. Yeah, this I think this is my third time on the show. Well, at least you were uh, you were featured on the third episode with uh, oh, with Stand by the River. Uh, yeah. Stand by the River back on show number three. That's been good God. That's been five or six years ago um, yeah. that, we, that we did that, and uh, then we talked to you both. Uh, Last summer or the summer before with uh, the girl? Uh, oh, nine now. It's already oh, coming up three okay. years ago, yeah. It's been that long? Yeah, oh, time flies. Oh, nine. That was the girl detective uh, that was featured on the Chicago uh, theater. At the, uh, the Stages New Musical Festival, yeah. Stages yeah. New Musical Festival. Um, that was a lot of fun. That's a great show, too. So, guys, thanks a lot for your time. And, uh, Alan, I will give you a call Thursday. We'll see you Thursday evening. Mark, best you take care and, uh, you know, prayers your direction. We hope you hope you get feeling better. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Oh, it's been our pleasure, as always. We're going to go out with uh, a song from The Usual called The Wizard's Map. Guys, thanks a lot. Have a good one. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Start the game. There's a cave. Go on in. Just be brave. It's so dark, also damp. Check your gear for a lamp. Better light one. Look around. There's a stair going down. Don't go there. I hear screams, distant roars. Hang a left, there's two doors. Take the right one. And every passage conceals a nest. And every doorway could be a trap.
bridge. wait!